أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان اللعين الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن وله We give all praises and thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We send countless salutations and blessings upon his honorable messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on his noble household his illustrious companions and on all those who follow the path of righteousness until the last day inshallah ta'ala this is your brother muhammad idris madugu and this is going to be the third lesson in our discussion of the book al-usul al-thalatha authored by the great sheikh al-sheikh muhammad ibn abdul wahhab rahimahullah ta'ala in the previous lesson, which is lesson number two, we ended at where the Sheikh explained to us the part of Hanifiyya, being the part of Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, and that the part of Hanifiyya requires that you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone without any partners or any co-equals or any associates as far as the worship of Allah is concerned. And he also added that this particular path or this particular doctrine of monotheism is what Allah Azza wa Jal instructed all mankind to follow. He wrapped it up by the ayah of Surah Dhariyat where Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I did not create man and jinn, or I did not create mankind and jinn kind, except that they should worship me. So the reason for our creation is to worship Allah Azza wa Jal. We also added further that this particular concept of ibadah as far as Islam is concerned means to be obedient to Allah Azza wa Jal. So whatever you do as far as your life is concerned, both your ibadat and then your mu'amalat, every aspect of your life, as long as it is following the dictates of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that of his Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then it will be classified as ibadah for you. So in, in Islam, ibadah doesn't always refer to spiritual activities. But then everything that has to do with your own personal life could be a form of ibadah as long as you are obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in them. And he wrapped it up by saying, وَمَعْنَا يَعْبُدُونَ He said the meaning of ya'budun, to worship me, that Allah used in the ayah, is yuwahidun, is to unify me, is to unify Allah azza wa jal. To consider, to direct all forms of ibadah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Anything you do, it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you are intending. So now we are going to proceed. And this is going to be the lesson number three. And as usual, I'm going to read the matan. I'm going to read the Arabic and then you respond. And after that, I'm going to take the translation, of course, the explanation of it. Inshallah. So we take it. وأعظم ما أمر الله به التوحيد وهو إفراد الله بالعبادة وأعظم ما نهى الله وأعظم ما نهى عنه الشرك وهو دعوة غيره معه والدليل قوله تعالى واعبدوا الله ولا تشركوا به شيئا 
فإذا قيل لك ما الأصول الثلاثة التي يجب على الإنسان معرفتها فقل معرفة العبد ربه ودينه ونبيه محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم الأصول الأصل الأول فإذا قيل لك من ربك فقل ربي الله الذي رباني ورب جميع العالمين بنعمه وهو معبودي ليس لي معبود سواه والدليل قوله تعالى الحمد لله رب العالمين وكل من سوى الله عالم وانا واحد من ذلك العالم فاذا قيل لك بما عرفت ربك فقل باياته ومخلوقاته ومن اياته الليل والنهار والشمس والقمر ومن مخلوقاته السماوات السبع والارضون السبع ومن فيهن وما بينهما والدليل قوله تعالى ومن اياته الليل والنهار والشمس والقمر لا تسجدوا للشمس ولا للقمر واسجدوا لله الذي خلقهن ان كنتم اياه تعبدون وقوله تعالى ان ربكم الله الذي خلق السماوات والارض في ستة ايام ثم استوى على العرش يغشي الليل النهار يطلبه حثيثا والشمس والقمر والنجوم مسخرات بامره الا له الخلق والامر تبارك الله رب العالمين والرب هو المعبود والدليل قوله تعالى يا ايها الناس 
يا ايها الناس اعبدوا ربكم الذي خلقكم والذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون الذي جعل لكم الارض فراشا والسماء بناء وانزل من السماء ماء فاخرج به من الثمرات رزقا لكم فلا تجعلوا لله اندادا وانتم تعلمون قال ابن كثير رحمه الله تعالى الخالق الخالق لهذه الاشياء هو المستحق للعباده all right i guess we have come a little far so we will end it there and then we will look at the translation inshallah so first of all imam says wa'azamu ma amara allah bihi at-tawhid said the greatest thing or the most important thing that allah instructed his creation with is tawhid the most important commandment of allah from the time allah started sending his messengers and prophets to the time of the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam being the finality of prophethood the center or the, the core of their message is tawhid wa huwa ifradullah bil ibadah and this tawhid means to unify allah azza wa jal in worship which means to worship allah azza wa jal alone without any partner wa a'zamu ma naha anhu and the greatest thing that allah azza wa jal forbade among all the things that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbade the one at the crescendo the one on top of all of them is a shirk which is the word shirk and shirk means to invoke others besides allah or to invoke others along with allah to direct ibadat to direct forms of worship that only allah deserves to creations other than allah himself and the proof for this is the saying of allah or is the word of allah وَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ Therefore worship Allah وَلَا تُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا And do not associate anything with Him in this particular worship. So you worship Allah Azza wa Jal alone without associating any partners with Him in worship. فَإِذَا قِيلَ لَكَ Therefore if it is said to you, you the Muslim, you the believer, when someone says to you or you the student of Aqeedah, you the student of Islamic monotheism when someone should ask you or when someone should say to you man usul thalathati allati yajibu yajibu ala al-insani ma'rifatuha when someone should ask you that what are the three fundamentals the three important principles that are compulsory for human beings to know what are those three important principles faqul then you should say or you should respond ma'rifatu al-abdi rabbahu the first one is that the servant should know his Lord. 
So which means you the Muslim, you should know, or you the human being, you should know your Lord Allah Azza wa Jalla. and you should know your religion. Because it is insufficient to just know Allah without knowing the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the first one is to know Allah Azza wa Jal, to know Allah with his attributes and everything. And then Wadinahu, you should know the religion of Allah Azza wa Jal. You should understand the religion that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to you through the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَنَبِيَّهُ مُحَمَّدًا صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ And to know his Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the first one, to know Allah. The second is to know the religion of Allah. And the third, to know the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This comes with a, with a lot of benefit. If you should know Allah azza wa jal very well, then it means any form of ibadah, any form of worship, you direct it to Allah azza wa jal. And it is only when you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you are able to establish a very healthy relationship with Allah azza wa jal. A lot of people have been lost, not because of anything, but because they lack knowledge about Allah azza wa jal. So it is incumbent on Muslim to seek for knowledge about Allah azza wa jal. And the second one, to know the religion of Al-Islam. Just like Shaykh told us earlier, that you should know the religion of Al-Islam with proof. It is not sufficient to just know the religion of Islam nominally. You know, we have nominal Muslims and we have the hardcore Muslims. The nominal Muslim is just a Muslim by birth. It's just a Muslim by name. But the hardcore Muslim is the one who is a Muslim either by birth or by reversion and also studied the religion and understood it with proofs. So whatever he does in the religion, he knows the various principles behind them, the various rules and regulations, the various ethics, the manners that this particular religion teaches us. So these guide him in his day-to-day -day activities. And the third one, to know the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. Since the Prophet Muhammad is the final messenger sent by Allah, whose life and teaching encapsulate the teachings of all the prophets of Allah Azza wa Jal, from the beginning of time to the end of this particular world. The Prophet Muhammad knowing him would really be beneficial to the, to the Muslim. If you have knowledge about the Prophet Muhammad you would definitely know what are the various things he went through to bring this particular religion to us. How did he live with the people? How did he invite people to Al-Islam? How did he live his life? So it means you are going to understand the Prophet Muhammad Sunnah. You are going to understand his lifestyle. And when we say this Sunnah of the Prophet three things should be in mind. The first one are the, are the actions of the Prophet Muhammad the things he does and how he does, how, how he does them. And then the second one are the sayings of the Prophet Muhammad the things he said, which has been recorded or which have been recorded and it is referred or it is called al-hadith. You should know, you should have knowledge of the hadith. And then the, the third thing about, about the Prophet Muhammad sunnah are his approvals, the things that he approved of. So there are a lot of things that are done in his presence. He saw them and he gave approval to them. And there are things that are done in front of him and then he forbade them. So all these things constitute the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad So knowing the Prophet Muhammad would really be beneficial to you as a Muslim and a human being in general. So now you say al-aslul awwal, the first principle, the first fundamental. He said, فَإِذَا قِيلَ لَكَ When you are told, or when you are asked, مَنْ رَبُّكَ 
Who is your Lord? فقل, then you should say, Rabbi Allah, my Lord is Allah. Alladhi Rabbani, the one who nurtures me, or the one who sustains me. Warabba jami'al alameen. And then he sustains or nurtures all of the alameen. Bini'amihi. And when you say alameen, creation. Bini'amihi with his bounties. He is the one who, he is my Lord, the one who nurtures me and nurtures all creation with his bounties. Wahua ma'budi and he is my Lord, my object of worship. He is my deity, the one I worship. Laysali ma'budun siwah. I don't have any object of worship except him. I don't have any deity. I don't have any God that I worship except him, Azza wa Jal. Waddalil and the proof for that. Qawluhu ta'ala is the saying of Allah Azza wa Jal. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praises and thanks. All acts of worship. Lillahi Rabbil Alameen. Belongs to Allah, the Lord of the Alameen. Then he continues to say, وَكُلُّ مَنْ سِوَ اللَّهِ عَالَمٌ And anything apart from Allah is alam. This particular word, alam, is a very important keyword. Just like we always say, Rabbil Alameen, the Lord of creation. And now he said, وَأَنَا وَاحِدٌ مِنْ ذَلِكَ الْعَالَمِ And I am also one of those alameen. I am one of those creations of Allah Azza wa Jal. فَإِذَا قِيلَ لَكَ Therefore, when it is said to you, بِمَا عَرَفْتَ رَبَّكَ How do you know your Lord? With what do you know your Lord? How do you come to the conclusion that there exists Allah Azza wa Jal and that He deserves worship and that He alone should be worshipped? فَقُلْ You should say بِآيَاتِهِ I am able to know my Lord with His signs. The various signs of Allah Azza wa Jal. The various creations of Allah Azza wa Jal. And the and His creation. So the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His creation. And signs in this place, I'm referring to signs as in S-I-G-N-S. Things that point to the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal exists. Not signs, S-C-I-E-N-C-E. Not that one. We're talking about signs, the signs of Allah Azza wa Jal. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ And from his signs, the signs of Allah Azza wa Jal, اللَّيْلُ is the night, the occurrence of night, وَالنَّهَارَ and the occurrence of day, وَالشَّمْسُ وَالْقَمَرُ and the sun and the moon, وَمِنْ مَخْلُقَاتِهِ And among his creation, السَّمَوَاتُ السَّبْعُ The seven layers of the heaven, the seven heavens, وَالْأَرَضُونَ السَّبْعُ And the seven layers of the earth, so this tells us that the heavenly realm is in seven different layers, seven different levels. And the same applies to the earth. And he said, and whosoever is within them, within the heavens and the earth, and whatsoever is in between them. Those within and whatsoever is in between them are all creations of Allah Azza wa Jalla. والدليل قوله تعالى and the proof for this is the saying of Allah عز وجل ومن آياته and from his signs الليل والنهار the night and the day والشمس والقمر and the sun and the moon لا تسجدوا للشمس 
Therefore, do not prostrate, do not make sujood to the sun, wala lil qamar, and do not make sujood to the moon. Wasjudu lillah. But you should make sujood, you should make prostration to Allah. Alladhi khalaqahunna, the one who created them. In kuntum iyahu ta'budun. If truly, he is the only one you worship. So over here, Allah Azza wa speaks about the sujood once again. That we shouldn't make sujood to the sun nor the moon. And this should be taken in a broader sense. If the sun and the moon, that are so tremendous creations, are not supposed to be prostrated to, but it is only Allah Azza wa that should be prostrated to, then what about other creations that are even less tremendous to, to, to the sun and the moon? So this should be taken in that particular sense. That sujood of all kinds belongs to Allah Azza wa Jal, and then it shouldn't be directed to his creations. That is why Allah chose two of the creations here, that all forms of sujood should come to Allah Azza wa Jal, and not to his creation. وَقَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى And then again, the saying of Allah Azza wa Jal, إِنَّ رَبَّكُمُ اللَّهُ الَّذِي خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Verily, your Lord is Allah, the one who created the heavens and the earth. فِي سِتَّةِ أَيَّامِ In six days, or in six periods. Because a lot of people think when we say فِي سِتَّةِ أَيَّامِ In six days, it is the same as our days here on earth. The word ayam in Arabia could refer to day. It could also be referred to period. So period can mean any period. It can be. It can mean six months. It can mean six years. It can mean anything. Aha! Uh-huh. But Allah Azza wa Jal makes it so clear that His days are different from our days. So at least we should have that in mind. So the best translation for this particular ayah is six periods. Even though a lot of people translate it as six days, and that could be acceptable. Depending on how you see it. ثم استوى على العرش And then he rose over the th- his throne. He rose over the throne. يغشي الليل النهار He uses the night to cover the day. Allahu Akbar. So you will just be sitting down during the day. And all of a sudden you see night is covering gradually. Then night takes full control of the atmosphere. And we are unable to see the sun again. And now it is prepared for the moon to come. يَطْلُبُهُ حَثِيثًا And it follows it rapidly. This particular instruction that Allah Azza wa Jal gives to the sun and the moon to follow each other in their courses, they follow it rapidly. They obey Allah Azza wa Jal. وَالشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ And the sun and the moon, وَالنُّجُومَ And the stars, مُسَخَّرَاتٍ بِأَمْرِهِ They are subjected to His command. They are subject to the command of Allah Azza wa Jal. أَلَا لَهُ الْخَلْقِ Verily to Him, are the creations. To him Allah Azzawajal are the creation. Wal-amru. And to him is the command. He is the creator and he is the one in charge of the creation. He didn't just create them and then he lost control over them. He created them and he is in full control of them. Tabarakallahu Rabbul Alameen. Blessed is Allah Azzawajal, the Lord of the Alameen, the Lord of entire creation. Wal-Rabb. And he said, when we say Rabb, the word Rabb, as we keep hearing, as is most, most, most often translated as Lord. He said, well, Rabb, this particular word, Rabb or Lord, ma'bud. it is the one worshipped. So Allah Azza wa Jal is the one to be worshipped. And the proof 
is the saying of Allah Azza wa Jalla. Ya ayyuhal nas, O mankind, i'budu rabbakum, worship your Lord. Worship your Lord. Alladhi khalaqakum, the one who created you. Walladhina min qablikum, and he is the one who created those who came before you. La'allakum tattaqoon, so that you may prosper, or so that you may gain piety, so that you may become righteous by so doing. الذي جعل لكم الأرض فراشا He is the one who spread the earth for you. He is the one who created the earth for you and spread it all over for you. والسماء بناء And he is the one who created the heaven to you as a canopy. And it has the various duties or various responsibilities that Allah Azza wa Jalla imposed on it including the sun, the moon, the climate and a whole lot of stuff, the rain that comes out of it and everything. Allah created it as a canopy over you. And he sent down rain or water from this particular seven, this particular heaven, the heavenly realm. Allah Azza wa sent down rain to you. And it is with this that Allah Azza wa Jal Bring or produce forth for you fruits. Allah Azza wa uses this particular rain, feed it to the earth, and the earth is able to produce fruits. Rizqan lakum, to be sustenance for you, to become bounties for you, to become provisions for you. Fala taja'alu lillahi andadan. Therefore, do not ascribe partners with Allah Azza wa Do not associate partners or co-equals to Allah Azza wa People who do not do all this stuff, do not associate them in worship with Allah Azza wa Jalla. Do not ascribe any rivals to Allah Azza wa Jalla. When you know very well. Allah Azza wa Jalla says you know very well that he is the creator and he is the only one who deserves worship. And that other creations are creations and they must be treated as creations. They are not supposed to be worshipped as Allah Azza wa Jalla is worshipped. قال ابن كثير سيد ابن كثير says ابن كثير is a مفسر he does tafsir of the Quran he's one of the experts of Quran Quranic exegesis he says رحمه الله تعالى may Allah have mercy on him الخالق لهذه الأشياء he said the creator of all these things we have mentioned all these creations we have mentioned they are creator that is Allah عز وجل هو المستحق للعبادة he is the deserving of worship the one who is in charge of all this creation, the one who created all this creation, huwa al-mustahiqu lil-ibadah. He is the deserving of worship. He is the one who has the right to be worshipped. Huh. So basically that is the second or the third lesson. And inshallah azza wa jal, in our next lesson we are going to look at anwa ul-ibadah various kinds of worship and then the lesson will proceed in that particular order may allah put barakah in the little we have learned and grant us beneficial knowledge assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh